Uh, real quick, do we want to do the thing where we know everybody's AC, so it's literally just call hits and misses? Yeah, that would actually make my life easier. Narrate hits and misses. Uh, boat. 15. Solinar. 16. Koza. 12. Johannes. 19. 19? Damn. I have two shields and a breastplate. <laughs> he's, he's small. He's hard to hit. This is Quid Pro Roll, a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. Uh, y- yes. Uh, hello. I am Sister Schubert. <laughs> Allow me to remove my skin so that I may speak more plainly. (laughs) The battle rages on. The creature seems angry and hungry. (laughs) Johannes gains some new wisdom, though, and uses it to improve his combat tactics. Hmm. Boat successfully executes the legendary Hurricane Runner and slams the beast to the ground. Hmm. But still, the creature is not done. Its thirst not slaked and its hunger not satisfied. (laughs) Now, if you'd like to satisfy your hunger, why not try some deliciously yeasty dinner rolls? Where we last left off, the disgusting growths that were around the different parts of the walls have fallen down and are converging on on Moss into this horrifying, malleable mass onto the creature. You hear sort of a muffled roar as it completely covers it. A mouth opens where its stomach was and another opens lengthwise down its back, complete with like really rounded off, huge dense teeth and these really long slobbering tongues. Its body is now completely purple and seems to be covered with the sort of pulsing veiny look that the flobs have had. It lets out a final screaming roar before turning to the rest of you. And that brings us to Johannes' turn. It's a pulsing, veiny flob bod? It's a pulsing, veiny flob bod that now has four mouths. Okay, okay. Uh, A PVFB, if you dare say. Yeah. Um, four mouths, and two are visible, or all four of them are visible? All four are visible now. Okay, so it's got its standard mouths on the on both heads and then it's got a stomach mouth and a back mouth yes the back mouth follows the length of its spine mm-hmm. rather than opening midway does it have kind of a crooked smile showing some type of early onset sclerosis 
scoliosis? Yeah. Uh, no, it is not smiling. It is simply drooling and gnashing. Gotta. Well, gotta put a smile on that crocodile. Um... Johannes uh, looks at this flab uh, edition. Um, I don't think I'm a big fan of it, but at the same time, I did feed the flobs earlier the corpse of our fallen foe. So maybe they're friendly. You know, I have to assume before I, I get anything. So Johannes, and seeing that they now have four mouths, which means that of those four, maybe one is friendly. Um, I'm going to, Johannes is going to take, he's still in phalanx position, but he's going to kind of like open it up a little bit and be like, Hey, flobs, this is your, uh, Johannes speaking. I was the one who fed you the antler, mantler from the other room, um, because you were hungry. And I was wondering if you, uh, perchance, were not evil like this thing. And I don't remember you flobs being evil, so I thought uh, a chance to explain yourselves or and or extradite yourselves from evil thing before this continues is now. It turns its attention to you, but can't charge you or anything because it's not its turn, so... You have, the, you have this one chance, and this one chance only. Uh, anything after this, and unfortunately, you're going to be co cohorting with a criminal. And cannibal. Which maybe is a step worse than criminal. Also evil. Flobs, maintain your neutrality. It's my plea to them. Is that your turn? Uh, yeah, I would like to uh, see if I can charm these flobs with uh, my appeal to their logic and their um, Switzerland nature. Well, given that this creature is borderline mindless, yeah. your appeals fall on literally no ears. It does yeah. not look like this thing has ears, aside mm -hmm. from like small holes in the sides of its head. Oh. Uh, who looks the most beat up of all of you? Uh, I'm at 75%. That's about where I'm at. I'm at like almost 200%. <laughs> so that means Alita is just going to go ahead and try and attack rather than trying to heal Alon's you. Alon's over 9,000. She is going to miss. Bo brings us to you. So where, where did I leave my position at the end of things? Like, where was I standing after everything that happened? You were all sort of surrounding this thing. Anybody remember if I was raging? I believe I believe you had at some point entered a rage. Okay. I didn't mark it on my character sheet. That's why I was asking. Fair. Um, I will attack with my great axe. How about a 16? Miss. Well, then I'm going to uh, attack with my hand as an unarmed You just like bring your palm flat across its face like you're yeah. in a soap opera. Exactly. <laughs> Gravy Boat would be a good soap opera actor. Yes. That, he would be so good at it. That also missed. So okay. I was so frustrated that I didn't connect with my weapon that I was just I just couldn't concentrate enough to make my slap hit true. I guess you could say you're not very slap happy right now. That's a stretch. That's a Moving stretch. Moving on yeah. to Solinar. All right, Solinar's turn. So 
it still has this or did the flobs fill in where Johannes had previously like scooped away at it? Yeah, I ripped off a chunk of its back. It is completely covered its body. Any wounds you guys have made on it are covered by the wriggling flesh. Yeah, I think wriggling flesh is that like it's that medical thing they put on when you have a burn wound. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What kind of nightmare like Tim Burton hospital are you going to? Um VCU. I was gonna say you've never been to Worms General Medical. Would you be so kind as to uh tell me what you're doing on your turn? So I uh, yeah. can get that image out of my head. Yeah, uh, Solinar, man, like this this guy is very large and he's just healed up all the wounds. Solinar was going to try and target that weak spot again, but that's not an option. So I guess what Solinar is going to do is uh, run up and try and slice, slice something open there. Because the flobs are all these kind of like gooey vessels, right? Mm-hmm. So... He's going to try and do like a sweeping strike to just like open as many of them as possible. Wonderful. That's like a 26 to hit. So that's good. 6, 11, 17, 21 damage. Killer. Uh, and Solonar is just going to draw attention back and then grab with both hands, which is not something you're supposed to do with a rapier but he figures the flesh is going to give really easily and he just like swings through it like a baseball bat. As you slice through the flobs, that clear odorous liquid begins just oozing out of it. It's kind of like you popped a cyst because some of the flobs on that part of his body begin to like retract into its body. God, these things are so gross. Koza? I'm next to this big creature, right? Yes. Oh, are there any, like, skeletons of the past inhabitants of this place around? There are some scattered bones. Um, are are enough of them in, like, one pile to animate it? I'm gonna say there's enough of a pile for you to make that work, though I will tell you, there's not, it's, it's gonna be a lot of, like, leg bones and stuff like that, rather than an entire animate skeleton. Heck yeah, that skeleton does not skip leg day. <laughs> okay, well, so, Koza is looking at this creature like he's about to, to womp it over the head again, when he notices, uh, uh some bones, um, over to the side, and he instead gestures at it. These um, mycelium grow out of the ground and start pulling the bones together into a um, skeletal creature with arms and, or well, legs and maybe legs for arms also, and maybe a leg for a head also. You know, it sounds like there's a lot of legs, so it's generally... It sounds a, like a Silent Hill monster. <laughs> oh, you know. Uh, I think it's one of the things from Last uh, Last of Us. Is that the name of the game? Yes. Yeah. I was thinking all these legs, it's probably the he travels, he seeks the Parmesan <laughs> meme. Oh, jeez. Um, yeah. So you create this shambling mass of legs and mycelium. Yep, yep. Oh yeah, and and I concentrate on it and tell it to move to the creature and attack. All right, go ahead and roll for it to attack. Did, was there like a sword or something it could pick up? 
Not with its feet. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, I just had to check. Okay. Uh, unless it wants to like break unless it wants to stab it with its own broken bones, which I will allow. Okay, so I can count that as like a sword. I will yeah, you can count that as a sword. Alright, cool. Uh well it crit fails, so <laughs> Oh, its speed was um thirty. Yeah, it's able to get there in time. So as your creature stabs its shattered femur towards the monster, it gets caught in the mouth on its stomach, and with a loud crunching sound, it consumes that sharpened part of its bone. Okay, does it do damage to itself? No, it does not. Okay, it just doesn't have the the. the it sharp... doesn't have that sharpie bit anymore. Okay. I was kind of hoping that Chapman's awful foot monster would hit itself, and since it can only hit itself with its feet, it'd be like, I'm kicking my ass, do you mind? <laughs> Why is it an old man at a deli? <laughs> uh, so I'm rolling for damage now, but I want you guys to know uh, it attacked twice, it missed Koza, but it did hit Solinar. I, did, I don't hear Boat's name there, and I'm fine with that. While you're rolling, I'm just going to be like, Hey, look, it's me, Ace Ventura, pet detective over here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look at me. I got the powers of God. So it's going to do 20 damage to you, Solinar. It's going to whip back its hand and just swipe at Solinar, hitting him really hard, knocking the wind out of him and clutching at him. Solinar, I'm going to need you to roll a dexterity saving throw. Because I'm within five feet, can I use my defense as a bonus action? I have shields. Oh. I want to make him roll a disadvantage. Okay. Also, it needs to do a... Um, saving throw. Yeah, saving throw. So that is a 17 on the roll against Koza, and it is still going to hit cool. with the disadvantage Johannes. Yep. Yeah, we'll, we'll stick with the damage you already rolled. Uh, Solinar is going to, as part of his reaction, uh, the, the hand is going to come and hit him, yes, squarely in the gut, but Solinar is also going to take a half step back and kind of like move with the punch so that instead of taking the full force of it, he takes significantly less, having the damage using, uh, I believe it's uncanny dodge is what it's called. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then... You said a strength save? Dexterity save. Oh, dexterity save. Strength sterity. Mm. Strength sterity. Uh, 13. So, Solinar is going to be grappled, uh, held entirely in this creature's hand. That boy dances with hands. It's going to make a bonus attack. So, the creature goes to punch Solinar, and Solinar takes a step back, and he's like, Ooh, well, uh, it could have been a lot. Oh, no, not this again. I'm just going to wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Uh, I'm going to wig. No, 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 no. It is going to, with both of its mouths, bite down hard on Solinar's shoulder. Oof. Uh, Solinar, you're going to take 11 damage. Hmm. Hmm. Remember that time Alita was wondering who was the most damaged person in the party? <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. 
well, emotionally and physically. Well, if I got a treat for you, <laughs> let's let's just say uh, that Solinar went from distinctly like bruised, and there you might have maybe heard a little a little crackly of uh, possibly some fractures on that punch. Uh, to now he's bleeding profusely. So um, yeah, you know, not not a good time. A little crackly of the backly. Crackalackin, mm. Johannes, you are up. I'm gonna punch your teeth with my shield. What? <laughs> I gave you a chance. Uh, I I go to uh, the first one. Um, so uh, Johannes runs up and he goes to punch the teeth that are biting Solinar, and he. That's he, its mouth teeth. That's gonna be pretty high up. I jump up and I grab Solinar's belt to try to punch his teeth. And the first one, because I grab his belt, I kind of like slip down and I'm like, oh, and I go short. And then I like manage to get one of my feet on top of its upper uh, lip of its lower mouth and then use that as a point of where I can kind of get leverage. And I'm like, take this. And I put all of my weight into my shield arm and uh, do a, a punch thing. But it, of course the shield hits the teeth uh, and uh, the teeth vibrate as the shield makes contact with them and takes eight points of damage. Nice. And then uh, Johannes is is holding on to Solinar. All right, Alita is gonna go ahead and cast Healing Word at like second level. Ten points back to Solinar. Oh, oh, he's still bleeding quite a bit. Um, it's. It's slower now. It's less of a like rapid paced like wow, that's a lot of blood for someone to lose that quickly. It's a lot more of a like oh, he's not looking so hot. Yeah, we're in a grungy place too, so it's kind of like an even flow. <laughs> Boat, we're back to you, love. All right. Um, I'm going to rest my head on a pillow made of concrete. Uh, to try to get back some hit points. <laughs> uh, we're making grunge references, Alex. Thank you. I was yeah. just sitting here blinking, and I was like, yeah. "What? What? What?" We're we're, we're showing our age. Yeah, but would rather be at home drawing pictures of mountaintops. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's Pearl Jam reference. Okay. Uh, um, These have all been Pearl Jam references. Yes. Is Pearl Jam grunge? Yeah. 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 From Seattle. They earned their flannel shirt. Yeah, they did. Um, Boat's going to try again with that axe. All right. Boat failed again with that axe. Uh, so he's going to try and as is his want, is going to attack unarmed for a second attack. And I think what he's going to try and do this time is something a little different. Instead of using his momentum to swing back around and slap. Instead, he's going to use his momentum to get into a crouching position and then do like a tiger uppercut like Sagat from Street Fighter. Okay. Hell yeah. Ooh, tiger uppercut! 22. Oh, killer. All right. Four, do that seven. tiger damage. Seven damage. Awesome. Give us your best tiger cry from both. I don't know what a tiger cry would sound like. I don't either. That's why give us your best. 
Yeah, no, I'm sticking with the with the Street Fighter 2 Turbo Tiger uppercut announcement. Yeah, that sounds I right. just like the idea of Boat, like, you know, screaming in primal rage as he attacks this creature. Sure you can! Not that, though. Solinar. I believe I'm still restrained, so I need to try and get loose from that, right? Yep. It's still dex, or is it strength now? I will allow for dex. Can I give okay. an assist by chance? Do you... Yeah. He did He did say he was grabbing onto Solinar's belt. I'm holding on. I'm not sure how you could help him with a dexterity roll with you being dead weight on his hips. But yeah, sure. Why not? What did you roll? I know you're looking funny. I critted. I got a 12. So it wasn't awful, That's but... 32. Yeah, can, Yo <laughs> can Johannes grab the finger and like... Pull, pull it. The, yeah, pull the thumb so it like lets go of Solinar, but then the hand closes on Johannes. Uh, yeah, absolutely, it can do that. Mm -hmm. uh, especially because with your assist, it absolutely it was enough to break free of it. Uh, but Johannes is now grappled. Solinar, uh, yeah, you you've done your movement trying to get out of there, so uh. Johannes clambers up Solinar. He grabs, he wraps his fingers or his arm around the giant thumb that's holding Solinar, and he goes. And he uses all of his leverage to pull the thumb back and Solonar falls through. But right as Solonar falls, the other fingers like grip tight and they grab onto Johannes' legs and Johannes is kind of upside down, hanging from the hand with his two shields dangling. He's being held like Bilbo Baggins with the trolls. Why do you always make these halfling hobbit references? <laughs> uh, Solonar. So, uh, Solonar, Solonar hits the floor uh, semi like lit superhero landing, but not quite as graceful and grips, grips attention with both hands and thrusts upwards at the base of the thumb. And just as he's thrusting upwards, the creature turns Johannes to get like a better like angle for vantage on Johannes for biting. And so Sol attention just like shing right past the thumb. Koza, you're up. Things are not looking great. All right. Um, is there another pile of bones? Yes, but I imagine the shambling mound thing that you still had was still operational. One is never enough. <laughs> okay, Captain Necromancy, go ahead and animate another pile of bones. Yeah, so Koza sees another pile of bones. I think this one is all arms. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> and so again, the uh, the mycelia sprout out. Is it mycelium? Mycelium sprout out from the ground and pull these bones together into another shambling mass that moves towards the um, the creature. And because uh, again, using his bonus action, commands this ma this one to begin attacking too. Um, so I'm assuming they'll go right after my turn. Is basically what we're doing. You can basically go ahead and just roll them concurrent with your stuff because they're all linked. Okay, cool. Um, just make my life easier. Uh, so the first one, it no longer has its sharp bone, right? It does. So I'm just going to use like a, a melee attack base for it. Um, so it does a rolls a 14. That's a miss. Okay, and does the other one have a sharp bone? <laughs> the new one. 
or like something it could pick up and use. If it has my elbows, then it has a very sharp elbow. I will allow it to use uh, another bone on the ground that has been bitten in half as some kind of spear. Okay, cool. So that's um, 10, which I assume is also a miss. (laughs) All right, yep. So that's these two creatures' turn. You did great, Koza. (laughs) All right, so the creature... He's to roll a constitution saving throw. 15? Um, it fails. Okay, cool. So what's it got? I finally get to do this. I love when I get to do this damage, even though it's only... It's only... It's only... Five damage. Oh, that's a lot. <laughs> Look, that's still damage, man. Alex laughed at you, but that's, yes. that's like as much as my shields do fairly regularly. Yeah, we're, su- we're supportive. So again, um, the mushrooms begin sprouting and then falling off and fungus growing over little patches of this creature's body and and rotting away flesh. You know, five points worth of flesh, but that's still rotting five points of flesh. Flops. Yeah, five points worth of flops. <laughs> the creature is going to sink its teeth, expecting originally Solinar, but now crunching into Johannes. Uh, that is going to be... 13 points of damage? Oh, my breastplate! You're, you're wait, 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 shiny wait, wait, metal wait. carapace. D- Daquin! Dodge! <laughs> uh, the squirrel is panicked running up and down your body, but seems to be avoiding the creature. Well, uh, the squirrel lives inside my breastplate. That's where uh stores snacks. Oh, goodness. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It is then going to take its free hand and swing at boat. Miss. Sort miss, of wildly. Miss, miss, miss. Actually, that's misses. Uh, miss, miss. It is just going to miss. So boat is going to kind of like sidestep out of the way as it, as it swings wildly. He was distracted by me doing my spinning tiger uppercut because my cape <laughs> was going in a corkscrew flourish. All right. That means it is Johannes's turn. Ugh. There's blood all over me. Uh, oh no! I, the only thing I can do, Johannes takes uh, both of his shields and he wedges them between teeth on the top and bottom of the mouth. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you're using both sets of shields, almost like the uh, the things they put in your mouth at like the dentist's yeah, office to keep the your mouth open. Them both up. Yeah. So yeah, the mouth that I'm in, the mouth that just bit down on me, as I'm getting pulled out, I I do the like. I take my my shields and I just go and I punch them one up into like the the uh, in between the teeth above me and one in between the teeth below me as like wedged into the teeth. And that is your turn. You're not going to try and get out of his grasp. I mean, like I'm I'm wedged in. You are very. I can kick. I'll kick my legs. Yeah. All right. A light is going to sort of come up from where Alita is, and she looks like for a moment that she's praying. Johannes, Solinar, and Boat, uh, you're going to sort of feel this lightness in your bodies. Uh, You guys are going to go ahead and gain five hit points, and that is her turn. And that is the last of those spell slots. Uh, Boat, you're up. All right, Boat's back at 88% health at this point, and he's ready to go. Having come back down from his devastating tiger uppercut, he is not losing any of the momentum he has. So he is pulling his great axe 
and then trying to spin around and slice this thing uh, across its lips. So are you talking about its back mouth? Yes, any okay. any available mouth. Because I imagine it has lips on all the mouths. Baby got back mouths. Yeah. Boat's just not having any luck with that great axe today. Are you sure you're not using the cursed one? I'm positive. Uh, I think this time I'll do flurry of blows uh, around his back mouth. Well, I'm going to punch you in the back mouth. Yeah, I'm going to give him a fat back lip. And <laughs> that hits Whoa. for another seven damage. It's a good hit. You're yep. being consistent, man. Yeah, I just wish I could be more... Con well, I was about to say, I wish I could be more consistent with that great axe, but I'm actually being hella consistent with that great axe. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Is that your turn, Boat? Uh, yeah, I think Boat's going to stay where he is. Solinar, my friend? What I was going to have Solinar do is sink... Since he just thrust upwards and missed, he was going to sink the blade into... Like, basically go sideways a little bit and then draw it back down with a lot of force. And so I think what happens is Solonar tries to do this, still manages because uh, Johannes kicks just enough to move like the arm a little bit. And Solonar's like, I don't know if he would just hold still. And he's drawing back with too much force and not thinking about stopping. And he slams the pommel of attention like into his leg with full force. Okay. Dealing... Uh, three bludgeoning damage to his thigh. Yeah. Okay. You know what? Damage is damage. Damage is damage. No, no, to no, no. To Solinar's thigh. Oh, yeah. That's that's unfortunate. Because I, I done I done rolled a crit fail. That's some good thigh thigh attention. You got to pay attention to your thighs. You got to. Koza. All right. Speaking of, we go to the thigh monster. So. <laughs> Koza, having previously summoned two creatures, is going to, instead this turn, uh, give him a whop on the head, the, the big creature a whop on the head, for uh, uh, five damage there. Cool. Now the, the two um, mushroom skeletal creatures are going to each attack, too. Um, the all-leg one misses. Uh, it swings misses the um, the one with the um, the all arms that's carrying a bone spear, or what effectively is a bone spear, uh, makes uh, makes a jab for um, eighteen hit and does four damage. Okay, boat. I'm gonna need a dexterity saving throw. Oh, I pass easily, easily. Aren't, aren't you also gonna need yeah. a con save? Speaking seeking of saving throws. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna fail that con saving throw. Oh heck yeah! Hell yeah! <laughs> um, speaking of failed saving throws, uh, I rolled a fourteen. There are um, two points of um, necrotic damage. Okay. With a pained howl, the creature is going to grab Johannes with his shield like wedged into his mouth and rip him forcefully out of his mouth, breaking the creature's teeth in the process. It is going to whip around and throw Johannes at Solinar while falling with its back mouth towards Boat. Solinar, I'm gonna need a deck saving throw. Johannes, I'm gonna need a deck saving throw. 15. 26. Wonderful, okay, cool. 
So Boat is able to sidestep out of the creature's like back lunge. Johannes, you are able to sort of get your bearings midair and land without running into Solinar. Solinar, you kind of like comfortably sidestep just in case. I'm kind of, I'm screaming the whole time. I'm like, ah, and then I put my shields down and I use them as kind of a toboggan. And I'm like, this Solinar, <laughs> get out of the way. And I'm sliding towards you on the ground and you. Solinar just does a quick like roll to the side very cleanly, like no wasted motion. And then Johannes slides into a pile of bones that look like they're all thighs. <laughs> He's going to take a bonus action to swing his uh, meaty fist at Alita. He is going to hit this creature for 18 clearly damage. Way more excited about creatures with meat on their bones. He likes them thick. All right, that brings us to Johannes. Johannes goes, and he like emerges from the pile of bones and he shakes him <laughs> off. Um, was I? Did I? Real quick, did I need to roll damage for being like tearing teeth out of a mouth? New. No, you got nope. that. Okay. Yeah, I factored that in. Cool. Uh, so Johannes emerges from this pile of bones. He's like, Pah! and uh, the bones raining down sound like all these sounds. And then Johannes, he takes one shield, he puts it over his eyes so he can shield it from the bright light that he soon realizes was just from like blood loss. So he takes his hand and he puts it on his uh, chest and he's like, uh, he's like, Daquin! And Daquin sticks his head out of the hole in his chest and holds out this very shiny chestnut. And he's like, good, the goods are still secure. Okay, we're going back in, buddy. Get, a, get in a comfortable position. And uh, Daquin goes, I like what? imagining him having a little thimble as like a helmet that he yeah, wears. Yeah, Daquin takes out a thimble and puts it on and uh, takes out a toothpick. And uh, Johannes like, where we're going, we might need that, buddy. And he starts just sprinting full speed. Uh, so this creature, did it land on its back? Is it prone right now? Uh, yes, technically. Yes, what does technically prone. mean? Okay. Because its body is a weird shape, it is not the same kind of like difficulty to get up but that is more of a narrative tech that is a narrative technicality rather than something that mechanically changes anything you're doing are yes, we still talking out. about the monster are we talking about me now <laughs> <laughs> for the purposes of what you are doing yes he is prone okay he's bipedal he's laying on the ground Yes. I'm making sure I have the right picture. Okay, cool. Yes. Uh, so Johannes starts sprinting up, and he um, he he, he uh, jumps up into the air, and he's like, "Boat, push my feet!" What? <laughs> the boat's right there. He rolled out of the way, and he's trying to get more air. All right. Yeah, I'm down for that. Do you want me to yeah. roll for it, <laughs> Alex? Yes, I want you to roll for that as an assist. Uh, like athletics? Yeah, yeah. this is an athletics roll. I imagine boats done the, the, the dumb bar a few times. Wow. Uh, only a 13. I mean, that's still that's still a plus two, so... He pushes me up, Johannes, into the air, and then Johannes kind of does this, like, big kind of, like, spread eagle, like, swan dive, and then he goes straight down with both his shields first, and uh, he, he try, puts them both out extended in front of him to land on this creature. Roll attack. Johannes comes down, and you see both of the shields uh, are, are glowing with uh, energy, and uh, and he goes, take this, ah! and he just uh, goes uh, shields first. Okay, roll for damage. Uh, twenty-four. For damage? Good yeah. God! All right. So yeah. 
that that bro got smote. The monster is going to, despite its proneness, open up its stomach mouth in an attempt to swallow Johannes as Johannes shoots like a missile towards it. However, with a wet thunk sound, Johannes wedges both shields into it. And it goes limp. Its arms fall, hitting the ground with almost a tremor with the force of it. You see the flobs that have fulfilled its body slowly melting away. There is no smell to this. It's almost as if they're flowing down a drain. It reforms in front of you with just this enormous wound in its stomach where Johannes attacked it. There is a feeling in the space that you are in of an oppression lifting, of a weight being removed from your shoulders. And at that moment, you feel full. Is it over? Did we win? I think, I think we won. Koza, what the hell are those? Uh, so as, as you say that, Koza has just found another um, vaguely sharp, um, kind of sharp bone and has given, <laughs> kind of handed it over to the all leg one where it's sprouted a like mycelium and kind of is now gripping it um, <laughs> to use in sort of a club. Oh, um, these? The, they're just... Uh, uh, a sort of construct of um, uh, of remains and um, um, fungal growth. That they, they they between all the feet on the one and all of the arms, I guess on the other, they're like giant bone marbles of death, and I hate them. They're mush bros. They they just had to work with um with what they had around around where they grew from. You can you can bring the dead back to life. Oh, as as constructs. Well, they're not coming back. They're, they're just using um what was already there. What 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 kind of spirit energy animates them? Surely there has to be something that's coming back. This is I guess more of a question for the DM. Maybe it's like thematically I mean, spell-wise this is animating the dead. Thematically this is fungus growing and using the dead as like you're essentially treating them like puppets is the way that i sort of narratively yeah okay oh um they're mushroom puppets uh johannes is right that they are sort of like puppets oh if they're mushroom puppets wouldn't they be muppets they're Muppets! <laughs> we should we'll definitely... That's the name! I see Sam the Eagle right over there! <laughs> one, of, one of them has sprouted a um a mushroom that is oddly um fabric-like. <laughs> Alright, so this is not the dead coming back to life. This is just mushrooms using the dead as vessels for... for Fighting? It's like yes. mu- it's like uh, mushroom muscles on top of bones. That, that, oh. That's um pretty much precisely correct. Um, I mean that's, Mr. that's a little bit 
less awful at least. Like I thought you were doing necromancy, which I'm not gonna lie, very questionable magic necromancy. It could be the methods do require the the, the remains of what was living. So you could consider this among a necrotic magic. Um, although I don't know if it fits that definition precisely. Yep, doesn't register as necromancy to me. And Johannes pulls out uh, Daquan and he's like, You did it, buddy! And he tosses him in the air and he catches him. He's like, Yeah! Woo! Uh, he makes excited, happy squirrel noises, which sound kind of like this. Yeah. Well, now that we know the truth about how Koza's weird zombies work, I guess we can say uh, they're the, Muppets. The moral of the story is that mushrooms can do good for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we um um that was uh that was crazy. How are you feeling, Alita? You got a clock there at the end. I'm I'm okay. The big problem is she walks over to the far wall from where you entered and starts like feeling around. We need to figure out how to get into the sanctum, which is past this door. I just I don't know how we're gonna do that. I don't feel very well. You should drink some water. Here, and you can have some from my water skin. Thank you, Johannes. I I don't know how we're supposed to get in this way. What's the door look like? So the door is a full uh, monolith of stone that maybe stands like 12 feet tall. It's engraved with a carving of a bronze dragon that looks much older than the engravings and the decorations that you've seen in the temple thus far. It looks more ancient, more primeval. Mm -hmm. So this engraving is an ancient bronze dragon is what I'm hearing. Okay. Hashtag spoiler alert. Uh, the center has a strange shaped indent that looks like some kind of oddly shaped key. Well, what kind of odd shape? It's basically, you know those... Um, loopy like cause ribbons uh -huh. that have different colors it's that shape have we seen anything that looks like that you have not what if we just attack the door <laughs> i don't i don't usually that's not how these things work but i don't want to i don't want anybody to be breaking their weapons trying to beat this door down you you know what if we had the room where there was all this stuff there's a couple of rooms we couldn't get to because of all the flobs. Maybe all the flobs melted, not just the ones in here. Historically, they would normally keep the sanctum key in the room adjacent to it. I mean, well, that's not very secure. Yeah, let me check this this guardian fellow and see if he has a key inside one of his many mouths. Oh, you think he ate it? I don't know, but I've already been in his mouth, so that's. Oh. I'm gonna. Go How are you going to inspect it? my eyes in the rummaging around what are, where are you rummaging is the question uh in the mouth uh that i was in recently in his mouthy bits yeah i'm gonna go in there i'm gonna grab my shield i'm gonna well actually you know what i punched a hole through his stomach i'm gonna just go around there and go straight into the guts yeah see what i can find as you rummage around in the stomach your hand clasps upon something stone hmm this guy had stones. I lifted up. It looks like the shape that you would need. Whoa. What is this? 
I think that's the key. He must have eaten whoever was carrying it. Or maybe he was once carrying it and he ate himself. Wait, do you think that maybe this was a twisted version of a dragon priest? Uh, How many mouths do you have, Alita? I, I mean, like, something cursed. There's magic that can do stuff like this, isn't there? I don't know about any magic that can do stuff like this. This is awful. Evil magic is pretty horrible, but I have never seen evil so great as to cause such an aura of hunger that consumes all. That was very thematic for you, Johannes. Are you I'm right? holding a key. <laughs> yes. Johannes, would you be so kind as to open the door? Yes. I'm just going to say, Alita, at the point that we bring the dragons back and, you know, we're like renewing the draconic order of priests all around the world. Um, don't keep keys in the same room as the door they go to. That's not secure at all. It's like you want to keep them across the building from each other. So it's hard to get to. It's like the Mayberry Courthouse with the key for the cell just being right on the block in between both of them. Otis is going to let himself in and out of the dragon shrine. <laughs> Normally, it's supposed to be guarded, okay? It's well, it's not a good design. Yeah, it should absolutely be guarded. All The key should be guarded and the sanctum should be guarded so that if someone manages to get through the guards for the key, then they still have to tussle with the guards for the sanctum. Like, that's good security. You want to divide your assets into separate places and protect them individually. As this is happening, you, there's the rumbling sound of the door lifting up and allowing you entrance into the sanctum. Ooh, loot. The soft sound of wind chimes echoes faintly around this room, contributing to an aura of serenity that seems to cleanse you of the horrors you've seen. A pool of water, gently flowing and seemingly glowing, sits at the center of the room. There is a door across the way with some kind of magical ward that shimmers around it. Uh, here we go again. Let's see if I can get through this one. Koza's gonna go up to the pool of water and um, take out a little like wood cup and take a drink of water. It cleanses you in a way that water never has. You feel like imperfections and ruins in your body. Every damage, every bad existence inside your body that goes against the natural order feels like it is being flushed away. Did you just drink penicillin? <laughs> Make sure you drink all of it, Koza. Out of curiosity, was... does this restore any um, spell slots? <laughs> it does not restore spell slots. Okay, just wanted to check if this was like a mana pool. Alita's going to grab, like, slung her pack over her shoulder. I'm going to go ahead and get changed and start working on the rituals. You guys go ahead and try and get through that ward. So, so wait, this water that you just drank... Um, what's the, what does it look like? Does it look pristine and beautiful and like drinking water? It does. It looks almost like it is glowing yeah. and it's just this beautiful clear blue. Yeah. Hey, Alita, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fill up that uh, water skin if you don't mind me taking it back. Oh, yes. Here you go. Thank you. This water's not really for drinking, though. Oh, what's it for? It's holy water. Co it's for purification. Kozo was in the middle of his second like gulp 
<laughs> and just spits it out everywhere. <laughs> Johannes, oh. don't you have a decanter of endless water? <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure I left that on a cot somewhere in the middle of... Look, I feel like even if this is holy water, the holy holies aren't going to mind if we use it to refresh ourselves doing their work. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, drinking holy water is awful. I'm not a vampire. I'm not worried about it. I've been to so many churches and it's always really perfumey and it tastes like it's been sitting in a metal bowl for days. It's it's really it's tremendously bad. I would not recommend it to anyone. Koza, what do you say? Yeah, I was about to say, Koza was going to say something. How does it taste? How Like, how did it taste? Pure. Very clear. Kind of like spring water. Um, this just tasted like very clean spring water. All right, that works for me. Boat takes off his cowboy hat and dips it in there, fills it up, and then just... A starts- hat doesn't <laughs> hold water. It's not literally a 10-gallon hat. Cowboys would fill their hats with water sometimes when they were in dire straits and drink it. If will, the water, will the water go out of it? Yes, but you'll be able to drink some before it all yeah. flows out. What effect <laughs> yeah. does holy water have on Boat's hat? On the hat, nothing. Oh, can it can it Turns become it, a holy hat? No, that's not it how is holy, a holy water hat. She works. already said the water's pouring out. It turns it turns it a pristine white, making boat a cowboy hero. <laughs> the hat's like Gandalf. It was very gray before, but now it's pristine and white. I think that was sweat that just got washed <laughs> off. <laughs> Gross. My hat is never late nor early. <laughs> it arrives exactly when it intends. You said the water is not for drinking. Does that mean we shouldn't drink it? I mean, it's vaguely sacrilegious, but I'm not going to get mad at you for this. I mean, vaguely sacrilegious is practically my middle name. Va- Let's go. There's a, there's a wide gap between vaguely sacrilegious and heretical. So let's... Let's just accept that we're on the low end of the spectrum here and have a drink. Can I? Alita is going to kind of roll her eyes and start getting candles and a sensor out of her pack. And she's setting the candles around the pool of water and begins lighting incense in the sensor. Once you guys are done, please get past that ward. Can I bottle some of this? <laughs> yes. Cool. Cause is going to walk up to the ward. The ward shimmers before you with sort of an amber color to it. It feels incredulous somehow, like it's waiting for you to prove something to it. Because it's going to reach out and touch it? Your hand passes through freely. Ah, oh, okay. Um, I'll just be on the other side. And I also ask my, um fungal constructs to follow Uh, me they're called muppets sir as you are as you walk into the sanctum your constructs almost bounce off of the ward unable to pass through wait what happened for the record as you're walking through bowl as well is not able to pass through okay your backpack kind of pops off of you and bowl kind of falls to the ground oh oh um you, you wait here, and I, I've given a, a mental command to the um, all-arm one to, to hold Bull, and so it um, it, it picks up Bull and kind of places it where its head would be. So many arms. Solinar, Johannes, boat? Yeah, Johannes, uh, after he's bottled this, he just goes and uh, he walks by, he pats Bull on the head, and he just walks in after Koza. Johannes is able to pass through easily. 
Is is Daquin with me still too? Daquin falls out. No. Well, so I, I Johannes turns around. There's a, currently, I believe, a gaping hole in the middle of his uh, breastplate. So he's like, "Oh, buddy, you gotta uh, watch over bull. Don't eat him." It does a little squirrel salute. Mm-hmm. Felix is going to walk up to this like amalgamation of pet characters and just kind of sit like a cat. If anybody ever wanted to draw the pets, there's a canonically time to do so. Uh, Solinar is going to finish drinking his stein of holy water and be like, well, time to go see if uh, I'm worthy for a change. Barrier, here I come. Also, Alita, you should drink some of this water. It's incredibly refreshing. I'm just waiting for you all to go so I can get changed. Uh, Solinar kind of like narrows eyes at the barrier and then starts like walking forward briskly and then sort of like turns his shoulder like he's going to run into the barrier as a solid wall. You're able to pass through easily as if the barrier wasn't there. Whoa, oh gosh. Oh, oh hey, Solinar. Didn't see you bump into me there. Uh, I wasn't anticipating getting through quite so quickly. I thought there'd be, at the very least, some resistance, so I'm pleasantly surprised to be here right now. Boat struts through. Boat is very easily passing through. There is no concern. But the hat, it's... (laughs) My holy hat. (laughs) are able to pass through. There is this energy. You hear, almost as if it's off in the distance, the sound of trumpets and victorious war cries. There is a courage to this space. The hallway stretches down to an altar made entirely of bronze. There is a primeval looking relic that sits atop it in the shape of a bronze dragon. I grabbed um, the last one. It, it, I didn't even get to go in the last room. I called dibs. Oh and no, Solinar, I'm a bronze dragon priest! <laughs> Solinar is racing forward to yeah. grab the relic. Johannes's legs are so much shorter. He's so much. Both of you roll dexterity. I imagine this I, I like that. I literally have less speed than I, him. Yes, but I also want to see if uh, Solinar trips and Johannes is just like more stable. This is like that scene in the opening to DuckTales when Scrooge and Flintheart Glomgold are both climbing that little (laughs) thing trying to get the genie lamp. You might actually have me on this one. Yeah, but I I have less speed. I rolled a 12. You also rolled a 12? Yeah, but I have I only have 25 feet of movement. I mean, yes, but that's not important for the narrative, Alon. Uh, so the, I think what happens is they're they're running, they're running. Solinar like half stumbles at one point, and Johannes is just like trucking forward. And then they they reach the platform at the same time. They both put hands on the relic at the exact same moment. As you put your hands on the relic, it shines brightly. And both of you feel a sense of renewed purpose and vigor. In a mechanical sense, whoever is carrying this is going to get a plus one to all constitution rolls. Uh, as it shines brightly, Solinar like flinches back a little bit, like, oh, my eyes. And I, uh, Johannes leans in and he's like, oh, my eyes. <laughs> 
The relic in your hands, Johannes, feels like it's almost come alive. There is an energy to it, and there is a power to it. You feel valorous, you feel brave, and most importantly, you guys feel as if you've gotten the second relic. can't derail me here at the end bumper, now is my chance to tell you about Alarian Archives. Available for our Patreon subscribers at the $5 tier, Alarian Archives is a separate podcast that acts as a deep dive into Virian. It's history, characters, how I create the content for QPR, and even more than that. This is only one of the awesome perks to our Patreon, so if you'd like to check out some playable content written by the QPR cast, as well as additional QPR content like side episodes, check us out on patreon.com slash goblinsgrowlers. We're only able to put this show out because of the support of awesome listeners like you. So thank you from the bottom of our hearts, and keep on rolling. Alex, that is an amazing drawing, by the way. Yeah, oh, it it's like you. it's like if Squidward and the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man had a child <laughs> with more balance. <laughs>